0: This week's episode of Mind Gap Podcast is brought to you by Seamus' famous whiskey sticks chewing gum. Don't you hate the fact that you're not allowed to drink at fucking work? Or when you get dirty looks from the other parents when you bust out a bottle of the sweet stuff at your kid's basketball game? Well, don't you fucking worry. Seamus' whiskey sticks is the answer to a question you don't even remember asking. Each flavor-packed piece has the equivalent alcohol content of a shot of Jameson. Never again will you be hassled by a cop for finding the bottom of a bottle on a crowded street in the middle of a Thursday. It's none of their damn business how I spend me Thursdays anyway. Our team of scientists have been working round the clock. For years to figure out how to inject an entire bottle of booze into a pack of chewing gum. And they fucking did it. Those wee little bastards. Oh, God love them. What are we saying? Oh, right, I'm selling you this shite. Go to Seamus'sWhiskeySticks.com to see our full lineup of flavors. But be careful not to go to Seamus'sWhiskeyDicks.com. That's a whole nother experience and hours of self-reflection you just don't need. Now order before March 13th and use code MindGotPodcast at checkout to receive rush delivery guaranteed to get to you before St. Patrick's Day. Seamus' famous whiskey sticks chewing gum. Put a little look of the Irish in your mouth.
1: This week's episode is brought to you by Elfin and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash and 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois. Look, I know you're looking for that perfect English pub experience so you can grab some incredible drinks and tasty food. Elfin and Castle has you covered. They have excellent daily drink specials, happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., and some delicious-ass food for you to chew on while you watch some fucking sports. Come on down to Elfin and Castle at 185 North Wabash or 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois, and tell them that Mind Gap podcast sent you.
0: Ka-ching, baby! This week, Doug and I are talking about money, 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 money. The two of us try to figure out if there's a point where someone can have too much money. What we'd do if we had a billion dollars, God, one can dream. How we think the wealthiest of the wealthy could be helping the rest of the world. And then Doug explains again why owning a boat is a terrible idea. Spoiler alert, it's because it's a depreciating asset. I'm pretty sure this episode means we're qualified to become financial consultants. So get your affairs in order, diversify your portfolio, learn what the hell fiduciary means, and start brainstorming names for the boat that Doug will never own as we prepare to lift anchor and embark on episode 238 of Mind Gap Podcast, Doug! Say the
1: thing! Mind Gap
0: Podcast. Uh, Rent (laughs) song. I'm still... I still gotta get... uh, I still gotta get this... Is it Seasons of Love? I don't know. Is it the song that talks about... That's the one. Sexually transmitted
1: diseases? Probably. Writing's not that easy, but Grammarly can help. This sentence is grammatically... Good. Good plug. This this episode brought to you by Grammarly. You done did it wrong. Th- Hashtag Grammarly. Right. From the oomps? The oomps?
0: Yeah. What is... Th- the oomps are the people who wrote this. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you- <laughs> it was about ten. Uh, okay, YouTube.com/slash.
1: You've heard this song until when? What is it? What does this
0: mean? so oh dear.
1: What is it? What? What's it? What are we counting down to? Until when? <laughs> How do you measure? Oh, measure a year
0: in daylight sunsets Ugh. in midnights <laughs> each way <Itoy> goes Hamilton <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a song where it starts
1: 500 was <laughs> it five million two hundred fifty? whatever minutes, minutes later, later after, after ads, ads. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a year Doug thank you thank you 525,600 minutes and then I would like the next <laughs> 525,599 minutes. 5000 and just the entire song is a countdown.
1: Mm-hmm. And what happens when it's over? It ends. <laughs> what? Everything? <laughs> yep. It's an existential song. <laughs> <laughs> then someone looks
0: at it and goes, "You've wasted roughly a year listening to this."
1: <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Um, yeah Didn't didn't enjoy that Thank you you're welcome that that have you never heard that song before? That is very much that's one of the most musical musical songs in a musical
0: Oh it, like, that, well that's I that's, imagine
1: people standing going ba, da, 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 hands in the air all oh, yeah. at the same time it
0: is it is one of those like stereotypical for like the theater musical theater kids or musical theater geeks that that is rent is constantly used as like one of the uh, shining gems in that uh, in that in the arsenal. What about Jesus H. Christ Superstar? Was that a good one? Not as good
1: as Rent. Or is it was it the multicolor rainbow? Track? Joseph
0: and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. That's what it is. It's so funny. The other day I was literally just thinking of uh, of songs. from that. about. I don't know why that is. That about came Jesus no, it, oh It's wait, about wait. Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Uh, Doug.
1: Okay. It's so funny. Originally like,
0: portrayed by Donny Osmond.
1: Oh, now you know. Yeah. Now you know it's good. Now you know it's good. Well, now you know it's good. Uh, I remember, like, it's so funny because, like, I don't know anything about these musicals. I just like hear songs and stuff, and so in my mind, what it's actually about is way different than that you that see would, what it ends up being. I
0: think I have a new segment for us: play
1: songs, and, <gasps> and then you I, just I, tell I listen. Us the plot. And the plot. Like, cool. Do one
0: from Cats. I can't wait to tell why I think Cats is about. <coughs> oh my god, that is amazing. <laughs> Someone, don't let us forget this. All right, Twitch and, and listeners, please remind us to do this because I love this concept. This is Doug Doug's take on musicals. Mm, Doug, yeah, we'll come great. up with a good one. Uh, so
1: my for my initial one for this is like it's a it's a countdown until the nuke goes off. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 actually from The Dark Knight Rises. It's what they're counting down
0: to <laughs> until.
1: The uh, plutonium bomb explodes. Yeah. Yeah. In Gotham.
0: It's what it's, and then there's just a solo Everything song from Bane. Bane just goes. <laughs> so alone.
1: I was born in the darkness.
0: Uh, a dull moment says, uh, we had talked about this back at assignment desk. Uh, Doug takes songs literally. It's rating men. I forgot about that too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was like, I'm like, no, I didn't. They said it's raining men. I literally thought about men raining. Yep. I was like, yeah, that's that's true. That's very. True. This is a
0: dese- It's a condition Doug has. Yeah, it's yeah. This is this is a disease.
1: Well, it's just funny when you think about it because people are like, whoa, it's raining
0: men. It's like, no, this is not good. There's dead bodies
1: everywhere.
0: Right. This is conservatively 200 pound raindrops falling on all of us. Yeah. Haven't you
1: seen it's cloudy with a chance of meatballs? It doesn't end well. Yeah. <laughs> Not at
0: all. Not at all. Oh um, man, with the bias of no! the floor. Here. Yes, I yeah. think I think we probably made that same. Yeah, it's raining. Uh, Jared, you would have uh, you would have fit in very well uh, at assignment desk with us, and we could have used a nice touch of culture
1: with that accent. Absolutely, as you people. Yeah,
0: you know? we would have given all we would have given all the people who called in pissed off. Would have, <gasps> we would just given them to Jared and be like, talk these guys off? <laughs> well, alive. we had
1: a bit where we were gonna have you put someone on hold and oh, then you're going to come back with well, like, you're doing an Irish guy or something like that, which by the way, happy St. Patrick's day. Oh, yeah. Fox, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. We were like, we're gonna do do accent work essentially. That's right. Hold on, let let me get my boss for you.
0: Or we were gonna do. Didn't we have someone who was going to be like the complaint department or the customer service department? Yeah. It's like, oh, we're sorry. Let us get you right over to our customer relations experts. (laughs) Then you're just gonna go into character. Just just, go into like a thick Scottish brogue or something. Yeah.
1: that would be amazing. (laughs) So
0: funny. Uh,
1: Oh boy. Oh god, I don't feel well.
0: Doug, Doug, there's a solid chance Doug does have uh, Master E. There's, uh, His name's Mr. E. I know, I said it wrong. Fuck ah, you. Not mastery. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can't you let anything go? I don't know. I
1: mean, that fucking he's, stinks.
0: <laughs> he's letting a lot go over here. We'll let it all go. Uh, yeah, he, there's a good chance Doug does have uh, the Cochrane virus. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You just
1: get a lot of hair and you get super practical. But not hair on your head. <laughs> Everywhere else, though. <laughs> everywhere, everywhere else, everywhere else. It's quite disturbing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, before we started rolling, uh, Justin was talking about how he thinks it's important that billionaires give all their money away.
0: Yes, I did. Uh, I we were talking before we were, uh, started recording, and I said, <laughs> "Sorry, to go sorry. Yep. let the bodies hit the floor."
1: Hallelujah.
0: <laughs> that is the song. <laughs> Uh, no, we were talking about how uh, the, dis- the discrepancy between like someone like Jeff Bezos and how much he makes versus how much his employees make and the hourly employees that work in the factories and stuff. And uh, I had said, I was like, Doug, I think I'd like to think that if I'm ever lucky enough to get a billion dollars, anything over that is going right back into either A, the employees uh, for whatever company got me a billion dollars, or mm-hmm. B, straight to charity. I don't I don't see the reason to need anything over a billion dollars. Like, when you are... Let's just look up Jeff Bezos' net worth. I mean... Because what was that the other thing we said? Like, he gave away... Or he lost half of his net wealth in his divorce settlement, and he's still the richest man in America or one of the richest in the world. Yeah. I don't know what his actual... Uh... All right, so he's worth $123.9 billion. You'll never, ever... Need that much money? Nope. there's no way you could need that much money. But you brought up an interesting point when I had said that, and you said, "You know, everyone poops," and he's he's somewhere having a very <laughs> painful dookie on um, his gold plated was, toilets. Was it something along
1: the lines of like people tend to hang on to that, or what was my which point? You which had, point did I make? I don't the, the
0: point you had made is you said, "And that is a uh, that's a sad reality uh, that that." sadly proves that you and I will probably never have a billion.
1: Oh, right, Because for us to be like, yes, uh, if we were, if I got to a billion dollars, I'd make sure that went back to people. It's like, yeah. And that's why we won't be billionaires because we don't think like what. Right.
0: <laughs> but again, I was looking at, it, I'm like, what could you possibly over a billion dollars? What could you possibly, what else could you need? Like what, what are you doing with that money? Honestly? Because you you brought up a know, good point man. with you can't take it with you. Yeah. So, why, like, what is, I, I guess I don't understand. And we should probably be talking. We're not the two that should be dissecting this. We should have a billionaire on and ask them to give up, hey, to fund this podcast.
1: Chef Mike, we're looking for you, bud. Come on. Come on. Right. Chef Mike Harris. We know you're,
0: you know you're a low key billionaire.
1: Dude, that guy is a low key billionaire. You know? A low key billionaire. Yeah.
0: That is Cosplayer it. Cosplayer <laughs> and billionaire. That's yes. That's what he is. Uh-huh. player and billionaire. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, no, I just... <coughs> cough. Um, <laughs> I just uh, lost my train of thought. That's cool. Uh,
1: I think part of the things with, with the billionaire stuff too is we were kind of talking about self-made and there was an argument made that like, is a billionaire really self-made because they have all these people that are earning them their money and... That kind of goes down to a nuanced debate. Very nuanced debate. Uh, but I think uh, part of it is like the folks that are really good at making money. Excuse me. It's going to be all night, so get used to it. Um, <laughs> uh, they're really good at finding ways to make money. And I think where you run into problems are the folks that are given the money or inherit the money or whatever. And they just they've always lived in that lifestyle. It's hard for them to sometimes, again, it's a blanket statement. So yeah. Folks are pretty much like, I get it. I know I know how to do this. I know how to make my money go.
0: I feel like if they're raised well, like if the person who made the money passes on the concept of yeah. what it took to make that money. Yeah. It's those that, that just freely hand out the money and donate like, oh, yeah, here you go. Here's another couple million dollars. Go yeah. have fun and, you know, wherever. Like that's they're not teaching. They're not setting the, the, the children up or the. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I think part of it, too, is just, you know, w- there's this a subjective amount of money that people make. And at some point, everyone else is just like, what are you doing?
0: You're making too much. What are you doing over right. there?
1: Like, what, what what is the amount? Yeah, I think $137 billion is definitely past that point where we're right. like, really, what are you doing? I can't fathom having that. I, it's just, it's yeah. bizarre. We were talking just about how much someone we know makes. And, yeah. you know, a month And I remember my wife telling me at one point in time, at one of the companies she worked for, someone got a bonus, a bonus of $60,000.
0: That's ridiculous.
1: That was a bonus. A percentage of their income netted them $60,000. That's bonkers. I'm like, that's someone's yearly gross. And they got their bonus as a percentage of their income in one lump sum for Christmas. I was like...
0: What do you even do with that? Right. Like, I, 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 well, let's take it down to like a more manage manageable level. And if like you say, let's say someone uh, is making, let's let's say, let's set it at three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Right. That means that gross every month that person is bringing in twenty five thousand dollars every single month. In three months, in two months, they've made a lot of people's salary. In three months, they've made like it's just it's bonkers to think about that and that's not even that really at the end of the day that's not that much money anymore
1: you know what's scary is that's I think it's something you just get accustomed to like you just, just. It, you, you, it's funny because we'll be like man I wouldn't even know what to do with that well because you slowly accumulate it yeah you start to build your lifestyle around that that's true yeah and that is that's like the idea of complacency and how that operates always terrifies me yeah like can you be happy or do you get bored it's the same thing like I th- it's also probably why people who win the lottery just spend the shit out of it because <laughs> yeah. they're like I've never had this I want to enjoy all the good things right. but they don't know what it's like you know to be rich right and so they, they spend it poorly and everything like that whereas as you sort of slowly accumulate that just incrementally uh-huh. you kind of establish your lifestyle to the point where 25 grand a month maybe isn't enough right and that's terrifying that's weird to it's fucking a terrifying think terrifying thought
0: well, that's why that's why uh, musicians and athletes and stuff get into and, and cel- uh, actors, celebrities get into that precarious situations where they're like, "Oh, MC Hammer's broke." It's because that like so much is thrust on them all at once, and they're like, "All right, yeah, spend, spend, spend. This is unlimited. It's never going to end." Yeah. And when you yeah when you work and and accumulate that the quote unquote self made person yeah. You, you work and accumulate that you have a better understanding of what it is to come from nothing what it is to grow to that thing how yeah. easily it can go away but when it's just dropped in your lap it's it, it, it's almost uh, it's like a like, like getting dunked in an ice bath like it's a shock to the system of course. and you're like I don't know how to respond to this so I'm just gonna do what I want I mean all those all those um, what is it like the immediate uh, instant gratification yeah. receptors all of that just starts firing and you're like I can I can have whatever I want so let's do this.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of get. I'm very concerned about that. Are <laughs> you different things where I'm just like, "Hey, man, take it easy. All right, let's not eat. Let's not eat out tonight. Let's, 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 let's cook. Yeah, all right, let's cook. We don't need to do all that because I, I mean, uh, I'm fortunate enough. I live, I live comfortably. Like I don't, I don't worry paycheck to paycheck. I'm very fortunate in that. My wife makes the bacon. Um, but I, I'm very well.
0: Doug makes the candied bacon, but I make the candied
1: bacon, bitch. Um, and we live very comfortably. Like I don't have to worry that, you know, oh my God, for the next two weeks, it's it's uh, white bread and butter for lunch. Like I don't I don't have to worry about that. Which is delicious by the way. Yeah, right? Put a little sugar on it, it's basically cake. Um <laughs> and uh so in that regard I'm like, cool, like if, if I want to go buy a video game, I can go buy a video game. I don't have to worry about that. If um you know, we decide, you know what, it's 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 Father's Day, let's buy a smoker, you know, for for the house or whatever. Cool, we can do that. Like, I don't have to worry about that sort of stuff. But I'm still conscious. I'm like, well, how much are we spending? Because I personally think it's like it's like those ghosts in Mario Brothers. As long as you're looking at them, they won't move. But if the second you turn your back, they start coming for you. That's how I am. I'm like, well, let's not get crazy. All right? Let's keep an <laughs> let's eye not on this. Let's turn our backs. Let's, let's not turn our backs. <laughs> let's keep it under control. <laughs> Um, but at the same time, like, uh, you know, as they say in rounders, you know, uh, fuck, how's that saying? Nothing venture, it? nothing gain. That's exactly what they say. Something like. In my
0: club, I can splash the pot whenever the fuck I like. It's like
1: Give the man his money. Give
0: the man his money. He's
1: got alligator blood hanging <laughs> around, hanging
0: around this kid, his alligator blood.
1: <laughs> He's like, you can't win what you don't put in the table, I think is what he says. That sounds right. Um and uh, it's like one of those things I have to remind myself: like, enjoy it, right? Enjoy life. Right. It's okay. Spend a little. Live a little. Don't don't be like I've got to hang on to everything. Like this old miser that just like no, because it's I, my money. As I joked beforehand, I go, I'm not going to age well, <laughs> so I need to enjoy this and I need to have those experiences and you know. Um, it's basically cake. The Doug Cochran story. I agree. That that
0: is that that's going <laughs> on a mug or a T-shirt or something. That has
1: to. And on it, it's, on it is a, is a picture of me just taking a bite out of a cupcake, and there's frosting all over my lip because it didn't pass the cupcake. It's test. got.
0: It's got to be it's got to be a picture of white bread with butter and sugar. That, that has to be the picture. It's basically cake. It's I'm like, basically I'm like, cake. I'm like, what? It's basically cake. The Doug Cocker. No, each T-shirt has a different picture. It's like you holding a piece of pizza, and you're like, it's basically cake. <laughs> you holding your daughter, it's basically cake. It's basically cake. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I just... Thanks I, for the merch idea. It's, <laughs> um, I... Yeah, you you can't take it with you. I but so uh, to, to that end, having a hundred and whatever Bezos has billion dollars, like you, you're just like I, I, is it is it is it the hoarding concept? Is it the because you can't? I I would almost sit there and go, there's literally nothing you can. There's nothing you can't do with that money, but th- at some point you can't. You literally can't spend that money. Mm-mm. Like you're, it's just sitting there accumulating. Like. What is the what is the draw? Well, it's not a liquid,
1: Justin. I mean, you just can't just go and spend all that. I mean, you got to do things. You know, you got to sell some shit. That's true. He's got it tied up in That's some true. funds, you know, some slush funds. You know, some offshore banks. Some offshore banks. <sighs> yeah. You know, he's got. A, I own a couple two tree cattle ranches. He's got a map to some buried stuff because, you know, you never know when the apocalypse happens. Right. You got to go dig that shit up.
0: I also own the company who makes the maps. And there we go. You know?
1: So they won't give them to anybody but me. But I,
0: so I know where it is. Yeah. They make one map.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they don't sell it to
0: nobody. And then they just sit there the rest of the time. <laughs>
1: I make sure there's enough for me. For me? And my immediate family, but not my bitch of a wife. No. Fuck her.
0: She already got
1: what she needs. I had to go and move it after we divorced. I had to go and move it. I mean, I didn't, but I told told Juan to go dig it up and move it for me.
0: Right, you know. You know. Because I don't do manual labor. I'm
1: not good in the sun, I know. (laughs) I don't want to buy a hat. Right. I don't like a hat.
0: I don't want to spend money on a hat. You ever seen a
1: a guy who's a billionaire doesn't wear a hat? All right, that's
0: just that's just how it goes. That's a fact. Yeah, I'll get my card revoked. I don't do that. No. All right. Uh, what were we saying? (laughs) No, but what's the point? What's the draw of hoarding that much money? Like, what is what? Like, if you could, if you could stretch your mind and and try to think in that capacity, what? Once you get past a certain level, what's, what is the draw in continuing to accumulate more wealth?
1: It's got to be a dick measuring contest. Yeah. It's got to be. Because th- it has to be. Because at one point, you get, you get to have the moniker of I'm the richest person in the
0: world. Like, I that's – the, the people – You look at our president and that's not too far – like, you can see those people that want to say those, like, absolute things. The people who feel their dick
1: move in conversations like that are the kind of people that are going to be, oh, how big is your yacht? Right. You know, how young is your wife? You know what model is your wife? You know, like it's going to be the people that want because they can. Because what else do they have to do? Right. It's like playing God mode on a on a game. Like you, you're invincible more or less. Right. I mean, really, there's nothing. There's literally nothing you can't do. Bezos bought the most expensive house in L.A. Just bought it. Kind of and fun. the ne- next-door neighbor spot just because, you know, you probably want to know who's coming in, right? Sure, yeah. So he just, he just bought it. He could.
0: And it's so funny because I, I look at that, and then <laughs> you buy – I bought a block because I could, mm-hmm. you know? And then I look at that $300,000 thing, and I think, wow, in like two or three months, mm-hmm. I could have enough saved for a nice down payment. Right. On a moderate house. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, like it's just just the concept. It, it's, it's hard for me to even think about – because I do, do you think if you had that much money, you would still be as conservative as you are? With well, we can't really eat out every night. Like, do you, or do you think you would still want to cook at home, or would you finally reach a point? So, if I had Bezos' money, you're asking me what I do that? Yeah, or let's even put it at a billion dollars. Let's <laughs> let's put it let's more
1: down get into some you know? bitch stuff
0: like billionaires. Let's say you're like next to living on welfare, and you've got a billion dollars. Um, like, it would you would Practical Doug ever be able to let go of? We need to cook. We need to... I can't just buy this thing. I can't just go on this trip. We have to... Uh, you know? Would you I ever... I think be I'd be better with
1: trips, but when it comes to food, I'm just so fucking picky. You know? I'm just what? so fucking... Because those are the, the kinds concept, of people though, that are going to be like, I'm going to go to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. He's going to serve me a meal. I'm be like, I'm not going to like any of it. Right. I saw his uh, trailer for his second master class. It's like, look at all this shit you can make. I'm like, that looks... I want none of it. I was like, this is, look at, I mean, I guess it looks beautiful for a photo, but I wouldn't eat it. It looks terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely not.
0: But we'll Um, take away the, take away the food. I use that as a specific example because we talked about that. But like, just, just being in general that, that always never taking your eye off the ghost. Like, would you feel, would you ever get comfortable enough to go, you know what? Because I like, I'm sure you do the same thing where you wake up. And maybe a couple times a week, if not every day, you check the bank account and go, "All right, like where are we?" You take stock and, like, okay, this is this. We're good here. We're good here. And you're mm-hmm. checking all your. It's on out my mind. Where that's you're for going? Sure. Right, exactly. I feel like at that point, is I'm, I've always wondered if there will ever be a point where I'll just be comfortable enough to go, eh, "We got it," and I'll never have to think on it. Well, I think where
1: that beauty of that comes in is just not having any debt. Uh, I think that's the thing where you're like, "I bought my house." Yeah. I'm good. I obviously can buy cars. Right. Um, Don't have any student loans. Um, Don't have a mortgage. Like, just knowing that you don't have to, like, make regular payments. Right. Just you have basically disposable income. Right. Right. You know, sure. You'll have your bills and things like that. You get obviously you're going to pay whoever to maintain your house or whatever you're going to be doing. But you can set part, auto draft up for that exactly. But for the most part, it's like I, I mean, for me, it's just more or less like I'm thrilled because my student loans are almost paid off, which is great. It's going to be a big chunk of money coming back in my account. I, I count down. I cannot wait until our cars are paid off again. Sure. So like then there's money that's back in. Like the idea of like a continual. Payment of owing money is stressful right. to me. So I think the beauty would be like, I don't have to worry about paying off debt. Sure. And debt isn't bad. I got a bad relationship with it because my parents never took out loans.
0: That's interesting. Because yeah.
1: Because when they got married, my mom's dad bought my parents their first house because that's what you did. Right. You bought kids. Hey, you're, you little go have your own home. Right. Because it was so cheap to do that, especially in rural Missouri. Well,
0: it was cheap to do that, and also I think I do. Th- I mean, we uh, you can you know, this may be cliche or whatever, but like the dollar went further. The do- mm-hmm. the prices were just different. People, the amount of the amount that people had, yeah. the amount that people were able to uh, earn, the opportunities, like yeah. everything, just it was the all, economy was different. It was just different. Yeah. Which
1: is why I hate those. that's like pff, I understand college kids today. I mean, I remember when I I worked a job and went to college. It's right. like yeah, but. The cost of the school increased thousands of percentage, and the, the minimum wage is basically the same. So, right. eat your bowl of dicks. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so my parents. But
0: cook them at home. Don't go out to eat
1: them. Don't do that. Yeah. Save it. Um, unless you fished and caught them fresh, then you could take them to a place and they'll prepare them for you. Absolutely. Um, that's the best way to that's go. That's the best way to do it. It's
0: fresh. The safest way.
1: Always. Uh, and they also just prepare them right. They gut them right. They get out the poop chute. Everything is Absolutely. Good. Yeah. I understand how dicks work. You do. Mm hmm. So, I have a kid, so obviously uh, I know. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Anatomy is your forte. Absolutely. Um, but so, my parents were gifted their first home, so no mortgage payments right. and stuff. So, so they, they had a pretty good start with that. Um, most of the time, they would buy their vehicles with cash. Yeah. So, but the downside is because they didn't have much debt, and I think they were probably scared of it, um, they would wait too long to buy things because they would buy it outright. So okay. We, were, we outgrew our house way, way too fast, and we were sure. scrammed in this tiny house, and we finally got a new home, and then it was like, well, cool, Dave's going to graduate from high school in two years, so then he's out. And we don't need all the space, so it was like poor timing because of that. And because of that, I never understood it. I always thought debt was bad, because the only way I ever saw a thing about debt was like, it's like, credit cards, it's terrifying. Right. Don't get them. Or this or that, You're, I'm like, I don't, it, I always was like, debt is a bad thing. It's like, bad debt is a bad thing. Right. If you spend a whole bunch of, sh- you know, because that wasn't a bad advice with credit cards. It's like, just don't go buy a bunch of shit on your credit card. Right. Because the interest rate so high. Use but, it wisely, yeah. You know, my student loans, it's a low interest rate. It's fine. You don't have to go and try and pay it off early. It's fine. <laughs> you can actually pay it and it's not that big of a deal. So I didn't really understand that very well. And I don't think my parents did either. So the idea of like having this thing, owing something, I'm sure. very much a Lannister and that I always want to pay my debts. Like I don't, you know, right. I want to make sure my stuff's paid on time. Right. Like I don't ever want anyone to think that I can't pay it because right. that to me is a huge fear as well. It's like, well, Doug didn't pay. Right. I don't want to get like that. score are
0: delinquent. It's
1: like, no, 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 no. Like I felt yes. horrible for going into forbearance <clears throat> on my student loans for two years because I was like. What is forbearance? Basically means I can't pay it right now, but I still want to. So can
0: you say I can't pay it
1: right now and I don't want to? Well, I mean, you can. That's how you uh, get a really bad credit score.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I just want to know if that's an option. It's basically is like, hey, keep the juice running, but I'm not going to make any payments.
0: Interesting. Okay. So
1: that's, you know, I basically earned an extra $5,000 in interest. Mm, that's running the juice run. Okay. That's rough. Yep. Um, so that's, you know, essentially it's a good faith thing saying, I, yeah. just, I can't make the payments right now, but I want to. And they're like, okay. Yeah. You're still on the hook.
0: It, it bothers me that, the so in the chat here on Twitch, we've had, uh, Jared said, I'd like to have enough money that I didn't check my account when I go out to eat. And I, I've, I've known that all too well. And uh, how do you say it? Mystery? Uh, Mr. E. Mister, mystery? Mm-hmm. Mi- Mr. mystery Misery? Mm-hmm. Mystery. Meistery? Sure. Yeah. Uh, amen to that. So obviously Masturbatory. This is e Yes. Yes. So uh, it is, it's the fact that that is not uncommon is troublesome to me. It just, it it, it bothers me that that's people should be able to go out and just have a life without having to fucking be concerned nonstop. Yeah. You know,
1: I mean, part of that I get, it's just, it's, it's a mixed in society, right? Because you're getting told these are the things that you want, right? It's like, go out, have a fine meal buy these sorts of things and whatever. And you feel
0: like a piece of shit if you don't. Right. You know what I mean? But it's not even go go out, have a Yes. Like the marketers are, are, are wonderful at that. But I'm talking about just being able to like, if I just, if you just want to go out and be like, it's a, it's a Saturday night. I want to go out and and treat myself, you know, or, or me and my, and my, my significant other. Yeah. And you, then you'd be like, well, before we go, is it, pay week or is it not pay week and yeah. wait let me check real quick okay yeah we can swing that i guess and yeah like we'll have to keep it gotta, we'll have
1: to keep it within a certain range right and then
0: you're going you're doing the math as you're ordering and it's just yeah, that's that's such stressful. a it's it's it it saddens me that that is the, i i feel like very commonplace mm-hmm. you know what i mean like well i think what do they say it's
1: what you should have on hand in savings is like 10 grand or something like right. that or it's it's Five, three 10 grand. three months <clears throat>
0: pay you know what i mean like that's i know some people equate so to that three months pay And it's just like, no, that's like people who say that anymore. You sure you should have that. Why not? Why not have a year's pay on hand? Like why not have $129 billion on hand? Isn't it amazing? Like how a lot of these like standard rules just
1: don't apply anymore. Yeah, And and I think that's what's frustrating because you, you live by these rules. Right. Like (laughs) some of the dumb ones are like, you need to buy an expensive diamond as an engagement ring. It should be three months salary. Right. It's like, fuck you. And your ring.
0: 3 months' salary, but that's that's what I had as a nest egg in case something happened. Yeah. I can't have 3 months' salary on hand and spend 3 months' salary. Oh, how's it going to work?
1: I there, there were some things I, I felt early on in my life yeah. that I decided I'm so thankful that Jill was on board for it. Oh, sure, Number yeah. Number one, Valentine's Day is a crock of shit. Thank you. Number two, an engagement ring shouldn't be that expensive. Boom. Because what matters is that I love you, right? and I don't have to show it with a fucking piece of jewelry. Right. Like... Di- di- you want to talk about the
0: biggest marketing scams oh, ever. Diamonds. diamonds are ridiculous. Diamonds are absolute horseshit. Their actual value is nowhere... N- it's not even in the same ballpark as what they're sold for. No. And it's
1: hilarious because when I hear like, millennials are killing the diamond market, I'm like, good, good. die. Good. 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 Right. Bury you under the prison, you fucks. Right. Like, I don't want to hear it.
0: For me, it would make so much... It would, make, it would mean so much more if you bought like someone's birthstone. Or... You went and, you know, you, it's something relating to uh, uh, an experience the two you had together. It's right. so like, there's so many other ways there's to... more a- meaning. There's so many other ways to approach it than just a, oh, it's gotta be a giant rock out of my hand.
1: That's why I hate Valentine's Day because it's like, society says today is when you're supposed to love this person. You're right. supposed to show it today. And I'm like, fuck you.
0: Today, you have romantic dinners, flowers, and you fuck. Yeah, maybe. But not tomorrow. <laughs> not tomorrow.
1: Yep. I mean, I kind of like in a ad- day, like there's a... The, on paper, it's like the day is like, hey, take a day to appreciate each other, but then everyone else got involved, like pro-flowers.
0: Right. <laughs> Fucking prof- b- yeah.
1: pro-flowers. Get your bouquet of bullshit today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you like bullshit flowers? We've got them. We've got them all day. Uh, Drew uh, <coughs> jumped in here and uh, said minimum wage in California is $12 an hour, which is actually higher than the national average. However, average rent in oh, uh, California is over $2,000 so you look at that and you go okay do that math mm-hmm. how does that work
1: well and that's you know you get things like San Francisco and stuff where the uh, the the market is insane and yeah. people can't actually afford to live right and that sort of stuff and it's just it's bizarre that sort of stuff is always difficult and that's kind of the key nowadays it's it's how where can your money stretch the farthest which is why places like Boise, Idaho right and, are becoming hot spots right where I remember I knew a guy in college who was he was from Boise. He's like, dude, that place fucking sucks. It's becoming a hot spot now because these folks from L.A. or whoever are looking for a place to get away, and Boise's a new spot. Because Which it's is bonkers. Mountains, yeah. it's quiet. I mean, it's not that bonkers
0: because it's nice, but like it's just... What a random spot to have that. People habit. talk about yeah.
1: retirement, right? Where are you thinking about? Right. Well, some people are looking like I want to go down to Buenos Aires or some place where your money is going to go farther. Absolutely, because yeah. That may, that's what makes the most sense. It used to be Florida because there was no income tax, which I think is still the case. Yeah. So, well yeah, know, you're
0: which, correct on that. Yeah, which makes no sense,
1: but no. whatever, you know. Um, so people are just trying to find ways to stretch it, and it's I don't know. One
0: of the weird. things I find interesting is that towns, uh, um towns that start to get attention for low cost housing and, and livability are being brought to light via stuff like HGTV where they have these shows, like there's a show called the Boise boys and they, they flip homes in Boise, Idaho. And so they show what you can get there, how yeah. nice it can be the, then a little bit of a local flair on that. There's another one in Laurel, Mississippi where Beth is obsessed right now with Laurel, Mississippi. And and she just wants to take a trip there just to, just to see it. Yeah. But like you can get a home, for forty thousand dollars, sink another eighty thousand into it, and for one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, you've got a high-end, beautifully redone home. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, that kind of stuff is affordable. You've got to move to these towns, but if people start moving there, the town gets nicer. But then the, t- the town gets nicer, prices go up, and you got to move to the next town. It's this weird, like cyclical thing that happens.
1: Yeah, it's it's beautiful and it's awful. Because again, unlike becoming a billionaire, at some point it becomes like what's happening. Right? Like, What are we
0: doing? But How I do, do th- like the idea that you can inject like a, t- a sleepy town like that can get a, re- a renaissance. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do. I do like that concept. Or you can get a Detroit on your
1: hands, and a town could just completely go under.
0: Yeah, but that's the game you play when you play Game of Cities. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you deliver, you die. You deliver, you die. Um, where, you, I, where where would you want to
0: retire? That's a really good fucking question. I, I would. I'd like to retire someplace where you don't have to deal with the with the winter. Yeah, and I, I know I, that's I, a common theme. I, I know imagine, that's Florida.
1: I have an image in my <sighs> mind. I don't know where it is. Yeah, but it's 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 about five p.m. in the afternoon. The sun's going down, but the sun is still like out. So it's like you could be outside on a lawn. There's palm trees. It, maybe it's a suburb. I don't know, but it's warm, it's comfortable, it's quiet, and uh, is it Fiji?
0: You
1: no, know, I don't know. You sure it's not Fiji? I'm pretty sure it's not Fiji. I've
0: seen a picture like that yeah. in so Fiji. It's on my desktop. Yeah,
1: you know, uh, but I, I, I imagine someplace warm because I never thought I'd be the guy that's like, "Fuck the winter." But I'm like, dude, when I'm old, I don't want to deal with the winter.
0: Yeah, you don't want to worry about slipping or salting or, or driving shoveling, driving, the, right. No, no, None of it. Fuck that. And I, just being cold in general. No. Yeah. No Which I, I know that. you'd typically run no. warm. I don't want it. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want. I don't want it. Uh, I don't want it. I don't want it. Someplace, I don't know. There's another part of me that would love to retire to a place similar to uh, like the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. and just have be able to like take walks around the woods, you know. But you go up there, and in my head, I'm like, oh, like uh, 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 um, Canmore, Canada, yeah, or something like that. But I'm like, ah, oh, no, then you're right back into winter. Like, I love the I love the concept of, of that, but then come the those months, you uh, whole whole town shut down up there because of winter. Yeah. So yeah. I guess I would go some. I guess I would have to go somewhere I don't know, in between. I, wherever I go, I want a body of water. That's the only thing I know. Mm. Be it a big lake, a river, uh, uh, an ocean, whatever it is. You I don't know. want a river. I want. I lived in the Quad Cities yeah, for a bit. You don't, you don't want a river. I just want. I I know that I need to live next to a body of water, yeah. or within, if not right next to it, but like within uh, proximity to a body of water. For yeah. me, that's kind of a non. That's 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 where my one of my lines is.
1: That'd but don't get a boat. Okay. Why, Doug? It's a depreciating asset.
0: Oh, all right? I don't know. That. I
1: don't I don't think your uh your monthly income is gonna be able to handle You the don't know that.
0: I'm just saying when I have man, a billion dollars. Your fixed income is just gonna have to struggle with it. My billion dollar happened. fixed income? What would you name exactly? <laughs> what would you name your boat? I would name it not a penny over a billion. And it'd be very long. <laughs> not
1: a penny over a billion.
0: Um oh, my i i just name it billionaire. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Billionaire? Billionaire. That's awesome. What, what would you name yours? Uh, I wouldn't have one. <laughs> I,
1: so. I You almost w- got me on I that one. I would name it.
0: It doesn't exist. I'd be like, not my not my kid. I would name it Not My Boat. Not my boat. Jeff's boat. Who's Jeff? I don't know, but it's Not My Boat. Yeah.
1: Dull Moment says, I saw a tweet the other day. Can't verify its accuracy that Bloomberg spent $600 million on his campaign ads in one month. But Flint, Michigan doesn't have clean water So obviously most of these arguments come down to Misappropriation of funds and what's actually Important, yeah, you know I, I struggle with wealth And that sort of stuff because it's easy In our position to be like Well, how come Bloomberg just doesn't Pay for that, you know And I think um, uh, It's one of those Things where, how do you I don't know It's it's too tough to determine like What's the right thing to do you, from a humanity standpoint and right. then and where, where do you draw the line? I don't know. It's complex. And
0: I, I never want to, I never yeah. want to shame anyone for the amount. Like th- that's the thing too. Like yeah. you get into the other side of it and I'm like, make your money. Like I don't ever like it, it, it is this weird like line in the sand that gets drawn this arbitrary line where, don't know where it is you're either. fine. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. you Now you, you've got too much, yeah. but, and, and and look, if you're making your money, if you're making your way, that's great I, I wouldn't want anyone to limit how much I could make I don't want to limit that for someone else but I do think that when you have an egregious amount of money like that different considerations just as from a, a humanities aspect different considerations need to be taken to you know better better the world for everyone like you' you've, you've yeah. got you are in a unique position to be a superhero of sorts take it yeah you know and know I'd I mean? really to drew I'd
1: say can you really put a price tag on becoming the president? Wait, what? <laughs> and you really put a price tag on becoming the president of the United States of America. Yes. Apparently. Six hundred billion No, you're right. Apparently it didn't make it didn't make sense or it didn't it didn't work. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean there was there was a this this company we studied when I was in college in a business courses. Was talking about business ethics, and I don't remember the name of it, but essentially what happened was um, the for whatever it was like a a, a plant that made like winter wear okay. and things like that, and it was a staple in this town for for years, decades, and something happened where the plant had to shut down, and. I can't remember why. I don't remember the circumstances for it, but the owners still paid the employees while it was shut down every week or whatever. They still they gave them their paychecks. They're like, we're going to pay you guys yeah. anyway. And I just remember that it was really powerful because we were talking about the social responsibility of corporations in America, which oddly poignant today. Didn't see the didn't see it back then when I was 20 years old. Uh, but it was, it was fascinating because it, there was a story about, it's like, this corporation is still paying these employees even though they're not doing any work. And yeah. they're like, why are you doing it? He's like, because these guys essentially are our family. They're a part of what we do. And it's not their fault that this that this isn't operable and they can't work right now. And we want them to stay, so we're going to pay. Well, obviously, it's a smaller organization. And the long story of it is eventually that it went bankrupt. Not because of that, but something else happened that sure. put them bankrupt. But it was an interesting concept of that, which <clears throat> it was actually kind of sad that that was such a foreign idea Right that... Yeah. you know they do they have a legal responsibility to do that no sure you know they don't have to because they're like hey guys sorry plant shut down if you're not working we don't have to pay you but it's almost like to revisit something you said the other week the other episode where we are talking about whether or not you're going to recline your seat back in an airplane you don't owe it to anybody to tell them that you're going to do it right. you can just do it there's a button there you can push it you right. can go but the thing that puts it above it's a plus one is you go into that person and say hey look I, need to, I really want to recline my seat Is okay if I do that And sort of like giving it that extra It'd be nice in some situations if that's the case But on the other side of that too We live in a world where people will take advantage of that Yes um, I don't know if your uh, organization has been hit With like coronavirus talk Oh very much working so Working from home very and things much. like that uh, I similarly have seen some of that discussion In sort of our general forums And there's this thing about people That are kind of like talking about How they really want it and like, but what if we don't have time? And there's just this, I can't, I can't honestly say this for sure, but it seems like there's an element of someone like, Hey, any, any word on that yet? Cause I want to work from home. It's almost like someone wants to take advantage of the right.
0: situation. It, it, there's that, that stink that they're going to work from home because they think they can get away with not doing work or, they or just, less.
1: Work. They just want to enjoy, you know, it's a situation of like, cool. I'd love to work from home, even though they don't let me. And it's because of assholes like that. That's why we can't have nice things. Because right. there's always someone who's going to take advantage of it. And even though they're the minority in that situation, that becomes the poster child. Where it's like, well, this asshole did this, so now we can't all do it. And it's like, motherfucker. Right. You realize this is, I mean, it's like, imagine, um, <laughs> imagine you work at a place and uh, you get, like, free cookies. Right? Cookies are always out there. All right? <sighs> Give me Just a second imagine. to imagine. That. All right? And so just the social rule is that have them whenever you want, and then but don't but don't be an asshole, mm-hmm. all right. And then you get a guy who comes in, new guy, and he's just like every day after work you see him just loading up his backpack with the cookies. And you're like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I'm getting cookies. It's like, you can't take that many. And he just sort of like slides the the employee manual. And goes, well, it doesn't say in there that I can't. Right.
0: And these you're are like, these are
1: out here for everyone. And you're like, you're really going to make me do this? You're going to make me define in the employee handbook right. that you can take X amount of cookies per day? Absolutely. Because you're going to ruin it for everybody because you're a dick. Mm-hmm. And you're like, or as Jared would say, you're a dick. Right. You're uh, a dick. You're a dick. And th- that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, why? Why why would you take advantage of something? You're so selfish. That you're like, right. Oh. And every night he's just piling up his backpack with cookies. You're like, why are you doing this? Right. Why? Well, because it's there, and I'm like, are you selling them, or do you just, are you? What are you doing? Right. What What, what cookie monster do you have at home that you have to feed? Otherwise, it will consume your soul. Like, it's called
0: a tapeworm.
1: It's like Jesus. Like it, it, that, that is always the stuff that makes me lose faith in humanity and makes me root for the villain in movies. Because <laughs> it's like his guys like that. It's like fuck that guy. Right. Fuck him because now we have to get into a debate about how many cookies we can have. Right. It's like we have to get into debate of like what you can wear at work that's appropriate, because someone's like, "Well, I mean, it doesn't say that I can't wear flip flops." It's like, do you think that's appropriate for this workforce?
0: Yes, Jack. (laughs) Common sense is not common. Like that's and that's the unfortunate thing is that everyone's gonna whatever 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 some an individual person feels like, uh, whatever an individual person feels like they. Where, where they're the most comfortable, they'll find they'll stretch the rule to fit around what makes them the most comfortable. So if they're the most comfortable wearing flip flops at work, then they're going to find that loophole and say, Well, nowhere does it technically say I cannot wear you know My like,
1: personality does not function that way.
0: It's not it's I don't it doesn't say I have to wear closed toed shoes. Uh. It's like, What well, that's but that's not what it means. <sighs> and I think that too comes from because for a long time I've struggled with the concept of Doing stuff for, you know, it's, it's not me, it's the larger us. And then the other side of that is no one's going to take care no one's going to look out for number one, but you. yeah So you've got to, you've got to, if you see something, you take it for yourself because no one else is going to give it to you. Yeah. And it's, it sucks because as much as you want to go towards the side of let's make it like. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be concerned about you. You're gonna be con- the improv rule. <clears throat> if yeah. I'm concerned about you and you're concerned about me, then everyone's helping each other out, and then no one's for one. Yeah. No one's wanting. Yeah. But to get people to trust everyone else to to get to that point is impossible. So you've yeah. got everyone else going. Well, I'm just gonna. Be, that's great. I'm gonna look out for me now, and when we get there, I'll join in. <laughs> and so everyone has that mentality of well, I'm gonna look out for number one, and then that's how we. End up with $129 billion net worth, right?
1: It's the prisoner's dilemma, right? Two prisoners uh, got caught for a crime. They're separated in interrogation. And the (laughs) investigator goes into each one and says, um, if you give up information on your partner, you basically get to walk free or you get a reduced sentence. Um, If you don't say anything uh, and we still convict you, you get like life in prison. So what are you going to do? And most of the time, people are going to look at that situation. They're going to like, well, I'm going to rat the other person out because right. it's in my best interest to do so. Why would I have solidarity if the, if the risks you know, right. outweigh the, the benefits here? And it's a situation where we can look at someone like Bloomberg and be like, how come you didn't fix Flint's situation? Well, I'd ask the question to myself, billionaire Doug. Doug, would you fix Flint's water right. crisis? Because part of it's got to be a whiff 'em, right? What's in it for me?
0: No, it's so got I it's like, got yeah.
1: to be right well
0: I, also and there are mm-hmm. so i to to that end, there's so many there are so many individual things that you could put your money behind and i think that's the other side of this and not to not to argue against helping out but mm-hmm. like you you look at that and so let's say he put his money towards flint then someone else is going to go why didn't you help out why did you help out here but not over here mm-hmm. and why did you help out there but not over here and then it starts to become well how many how many places am i personally responsible for just again this is just devil's advocating of course you know but like that that's the this is the the weird gridlocked debate you get into
1: yeah right and again where's that line where's that arbitrary line where you're like i have enough to be comfortable or yada 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 i think it's a fear honestly of the unknown it's a fear of what possibly might happen it's a fear of your fortune going away right you know if i if i spend 600 million dollars on fixing Flint, but then what if I get sued for something and then they take it for, they know how much I'm worth and therefore they go after yada, yada. I, right. mean, I, I mean, that's a completely fabricated sure, situation. Sure. But I could appreciate to some extent they're like, but I could lose it all. And then what? Are you going to go from being billionaire to nobody? I mean, that's probably an unrealistic fear. Right. But it's got to
0: exist in some degree. To, to a dull moment's point, point, I and I agree, I fully agree with what you just said here. He said, I don't think it has to be one person footing the whole bill but someone like Bloomberg giving hundred thousand dollars to Flint, a lot of other people should follow suit from that. So you give a little bit of a lot, sure. and then everyone else gives a little bit of a lot, and it just keeps kind of snowballing. I one hundred percent agree with that. I'm not saying he needs to donate six hundred million dollars yeah. to one thing, but uh, I'm, I'm again, I'm, I'm just playing the devil's advocate role of like he goes, okay, well I, I've given to hit this, and I've given I've given to these thirty things, but is is that enough Mm -hmm. or will people still say, well, you should give to these other 30 things and these other 30 things. And it becomes this personally, I would, I don't think that should stop you. Like, I know I'm arguing against myself again, but to Drew's point, I do. I'm just saying both sides. These are both sides of the debate. You know what I mean? I am of that side where give a little bit to a lot of different places and then hopefully other people will help like any little bit helps
1: basically. Or, you know, whatever. Again, I think people are, obviously free to do what they want i but at some point again if you have 137 billion dollars i mean take it a, take a billion of that and put it towards something you right. know what i mean i don't know put a billion of that towards the next avatar movie or something i don't know i'm just curious See what, to you make know make what happen.
0: his net worth is um, cuz i'd like to think it, it
1: yeah again i'm not in that position but i'd like to think that if i had that much money
0: 56 billion dollars pussy I like how it's 56.1, as if that one makes a fuck of a difference.
1: Yeah, right. It does in their world.
0: Sure. No, in our world, it does. In yeah. their world, that's just a fart in the wind. No, it, because technically he's
1: 0.1 over someone else. You know what I mean? Like, you know so what? I'm, I, I got more than you. I'll give you that. It's a dick measuring contest. <laughs> we'll give you. $600 million was jack shit to that guy. He was. Was it 56.1? Fifty-six point one billion. Well, he yeah. was fifty-six point eight just a little bit ago. But oh anymore. boy! Oh boy! This that's, guy. That's not how it works. Dropping. Or is it? I don't know. I don't understand math. 56 six. Yeah.
0: It yeah. Was. It would. That would. That would technically that, be that. That would be. Yeah. That's how it. That's how it goes. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, could you take? I don't know. Uh, a couple more million off of there. I mean, if you have sixty-six billion dollars, what if you took fifty million yeah.
0: and put it towards something? I if mean, you have fifty-six billion dollars. Take, take a, a take a billion dollars, you yeah, motherfucker! Right, and put it towards <laughs> and something. Split that, or or split it up.
1: I say, eradicate one thing. Aim aim high. Aim, aim high and take just out like, one thing. This motherfucker right here. You're
0: boom. You're all welcome. That you don't have to worry about this thing anymore. On to the next thing. Cure cancer. Go go. Like
1: you next year.
0: Alzheimer's. You're on deck. You're on deck. He just has a list. Right. It's like here we go. Bring it on. I make the money so I can. I can use it to fix things. There you go. Well, I that got, is a tight slogan. <laughs> airtight slogan.
1: I got 56 billion. I got 56 years left. 1 billion each. Here you go. There you go. I'm making a list, uh, checking it twice. Go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> uh, the lesser known Santa Claus exactly, story.
1: Exactly, right? Um, I think it's fun to think of it in those, ter- in those terms. Almost like how you think of it. Like if you had that money, what would you spend it on? I would like to think about if you had $56 billion. And you could pick three things to fix. What would they be? Like, what would you give money towards to like help? Like, what would you do? What
0: would you fund personally? Personally, you're asking me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Alzheimer's would be one that I would put a, a bunch of money towards. Yeah, right. um, I get. I mean, I would say. I mean, maybe pick the. I don't want to. Again, I don't want to go diseases. <laughs> Well, do one disease. One disease. One this. One social. Yeah. Um, What do one animal? (laughs) You know what? That's a really good. I don't know. Like that's. Well, you don't.
1: You don't dream about this every day. You fucking asshole.
0: (laughs) Look, I'm. I'm a monster, guys. I'm a cookie monster. (laughs) I, I am that guy. That is a cookie monster. Um, def. I mean, one of them would probably be Alzheimer's. Uh, I. I look at cancer and I go, you could you could fund cancer, but there's so many things You'd that you fund could, cancer. I would You'd I would put my grain. money behind. You're like I'm rooting for cancer. We're going to see how many more different strains we can make. That's Right? Yeah. So it's even more resistant to yeah, yeah to medicine. Um. No, I I don't know. I'd have to really kind of take a close look at what's going on and what what could most benefit. I would I would definitely pick first something that hits close to home, mm-hmm. which would for me would most likely be Alzheimer's, and then something else uh, mm-hmm. based off of what I've looked at. Yeah. I think, I know... I, bring me a list. All right. Bring me a list of what needs Bring money. me a list. Yeah.
1: I know Willard T. Pickens would definitely put some money towards eradicating the emerald ash borer, for sure. Well, he would. He would absolutely... He's all
0: about spy bugs.
1: assassinate those guys, without yeah. a doubt.
0: But really, how important is that to the American people? I mean, have you seen the devastation it's done to our ash trees? Have you seen the devastation that poverty has done to our poverty-stricken people? Have That's, you, that, Have is you what, seen it? that is what that is what Richard <laughs> Richard H Johnson is all about? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So Dick Johnson. That is what not. Dick
0: Johnson. Dick wants to get behind that. What's um, okay? So Drew says mental health. Obviously, that is that is a huge thing. Uh, for, and I uh, sure I agree. Mental health. Um, <laughs> Why not? I've got a couple billion dollars. I will throw money behind that. Uh, Jared says, I would put mine towards ending homelessness. And uh, Maka 68, Maca 68 says education. Hey, welcome back, Maka. Educa-
1: oh, man, that would be great, right? Education. Being like, hey, I'll do what the government can't. I'll right. fund some education. That'd be nice. I'll that would be see- wonderful. Or, and you know, hunger. You know, trying to combat sure. that sort of stuff. The list is endless, really. Because
0: I think part of it, too, is like... You know what I would put some of mine behind? Uh, um, uh, Global efforts. The climate change. Yeah. I would definitely put that. Trying to write something. Because that's the thing, too, is like...
1: I bet it's got to be frustrating to have, like... Saying you were willing to commit a billion dollars somewhere. How do you know what that billion dollars is going to do? So
0: this, I have thought about. (laughs) I have thought about this. Um, Could you just put a a billion towards healthcare? Yes, you could. (laughs) But in that what would, way? <laughs> well, I mean, you have any idea how quick that will be gone?
1: <laughs> I'm going to pay bills when
0: it is like hundreds of trillions of dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. You sure you could do that? Yeah, right. I'm going to pay this hospital's bills off. Maybe yeah, right. I don't know. Okay, is that um, how it works? Yeah. <clears throat> but I would, my, I would put a stipulation in uh, in my donation to whatever organization it is that I need an itemized itemized way this will be spent and I need uh, reporting back on how it is being spent. Yeah. But Just just based off the fact that I have heard too many horror stories of it going completely awry and people lining their pockets and then these things yeah. getting paid out. So I would I would first, I'd want to sit down and speak with, if it was a facility, tour the facility, actually really get to know what it is that you're putting your thing behind, yeah. your money behind. And because for a long time, I was like, well, if I had money, I'd put something behind like a Tourette's organization. Sure. I'd put something behind Alzheimer's. But I was like... I would absolutely want reporting back on exactly how this money was being spent, you know, or write something legally into here's what you're allowed to spend it on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I think that's,
1: um, I think that's that's a really, that's what I'd be paranoid about. And I because here's the thing, um, I know of an organization that essentially sponsors uh, an organization, a, a, a charity to end childhood hunger, and basically they donate. Essentially, a million dollars a month towards it. Wow! So this this charity is essentially has a sponsor that they don't have to worry about. Try. I mean, they obviously will try to get more money, but they have a sponsor that's just giving them a million dollars a month plus towards ending childhood hunger. Right. I mean, that is that is the jackpot of a <laughs> of a charity. Yeah. Right? So I would like to court someone like that and be like, I have a lot. I'd be willing to offer you in perpetuity. But you have to make sure that X, Y, and Z happens because if at any point in time you don't, right. I'm going to pull funding. Absolutely, yeah. And, and that's how it's going to go. Like, I, I think, like
0: what you're doing. If you stay on this path, mm-hmm. we can have a nice relationship. Yeah. yeah. L-
1: listen, I'm willing to fund whatever you need, but you got to prove to me that it's worth it. Absolutely. It can't yeah. be a bunch of horseshit. Absolutely, and yeah. more than that, I'd be willing to advocate for it. Does that mean, you know... I will personally go out and speak. Do you want commercials? Do you want sure, whatever? Yeah. You tell me what you want. I've got it, but you got to prove to me. I'm party organization. Yeah, man, that'd be weird to have that kind of power, wouldn't it? It would be to yeah. basically be like, I could pull your funding at any time. Just I'm gonna, make me happy. I'm going to
0: strong arm you into doing good. Dance, dance for, <laughs> dance me, for puppet. me. Jared says, if you had fifty-six billion dollars, you can retire and manage your donations personally, <laughs> which is very true. That's true. You just yeah. sit every day and be like,
1: "Where's my <laughs> report?".
0: It's nine a.m. I want my report. The other thing you could do is is what Jared also said. He goes, do what they did on John Oliver episode: buy a bunch of people's debt and just erase it. See how much does that help? Well, here's the here's so there's there, there's two ways of thinking about that. One, if those people irresponsibly got into debt the first time, there's a good chance that they're going to do it again, and your money didn't help at all. Mm-hmm. But if you can looking at this on a micro level instead of a, a macro level, if you. You can, you can donate a bunch of money to a big organization and help a little. Uh, but what he did, I think, is interesting. I'm not saying it's the right way to do yeah, yeah. things. But what he did is interesting is he personally impacted the lives of a handful of people. Yeah. And made their lives infinitely better, presumably, in that process. Yeah. And that's it, it's an interesting way to go about it. You know what I mean? Of like going, look, this, this group of people here, for whatever reason, you lucked out. And we're erasing your debt. Yeah. Build from there. Mm-hmm. Good luck.
1: Yeah. There's something pretty cool about that. I think it was, I was watching some sort of sports show, football. Related. Oh, one of those
0: sports shows. One of those sports shows. Yes.
1: And there was an athlete who, uh, essentially, he's been running a charity for years now where essentially he gives uh, people, um, underprivileged people, a home and a stocked pantry full of food. Because he went through the same thing growing up. That's awesome. Or like, and he basically, and I was he's, hes given away I think forty or fifty homes.
0: Wow, that's now. fantastic. And I was
1: like, it really affected me because I was like, holy shit, that guy is changing right. people's lives. Because you don't realize having a roof over your head with food, right? What makes that can all do. the difference in the world, just for a kid at school, right? Or just having stability, mental health, right. all that sort of stuff. And I think that is—that would be pretty special if you could regularly find people, right? That just need a second chance, yeah
0: and just wiping it out well in a way Ellen does the same thing oh, on yeah. her show where she like again it's not to the not to a the nth degree but like just doing the little things of like oh you have this you know payment you can't make or oh you needed to do get this thing done or oh you need to yeah. whatever we got you and our yeah. friends at whatever are underwriting this and done yeah. that's done you don't have to worry about it anymore and actually if 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 that goes correctly this this athlete you're talking about mm-hmm. Really, you're almost investing in, you're investing, I look at that as investing in society one person at a time. Yeah. Because you put this family in a home, you put food in their pantry, that's something these parents don't have to worry about. The kid sees that, the kid grows up and wants to do something similar. Yeah. Makes their way gets you know, gets a great job, tries does what they can to get in a position in life where yeah. they can then offer that. Yeah. And then that spreads exponentially bigger and bigger and bigger. And Social I Social change. Do, I know? do like that from a again, a micro level. That's a really cool concept.
1: Especially for someone who's just like, you know, we're talking about billionaires and people who maybe were born into that. There's people that are born into the other end of the spectrum too, which is just like, hey man, you got in a shitty neighborhood with shitty job prospects, yeah. with all these other sorts of things, like it is what it is. And if you can try to cancel that out, I mean, that's got to be pretty fucking special, yeah. To do that, I've no—I don't think I've ever had that level of impact on anybody where I've been able to be like,
0: ta-da, right?
1: i be like, congrats, I taught you how to do your job.
0: You want to talk about a legacy? Yeah. And uh, you might not be globally known for it, mm-hmm. but you, you will forever be known. These, the people whose lives that you've, that athlete has touched, uh-huh. they ain't never going to forget him. Yeah. Right. Like that's, there's a legacy to leave right well, there. I, that's what
1: it really affected me so much when I watched it. I was like, Holy shit. Like that guy gave this family a chance. Right. He's like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I can't, can't do anything else, but at least you got your home. Right. You got some food for now and you got a, you got a place to go. Absolutely. I, that is, I don't. Often, I'm really bad at philanthropy. I always have been. Like, Not that I don't want to give to people, but I'm like, look, man, I don't have much to offer. I do. I, I know I can offer more than what than, sure, yeah. than What I'm willing. Um, and I want to try and do that a little bit more with Natalie. But I would like to think that if I could do something that special, like I would, I would like to think I could be that compelled to just yeah. be like, hey, man, here's something. Like, especially having a kid. It's true, man. Having a kid changes it. Like, I think about, you know, Toys for Tots. Sure. Kids that, you know, have a Christmas without any toys. I'm like, what can I give this kid something? Even if something is like uh, the Cards for Kids that we did at work. Oh. You know, it was.
0: I I was about ready to come across this table at you. You You know what I thought you said. What's that? Oh, you don't know?
1: What, Cards for Kids?
0: Cars for Kids? You know that oh, fucking commercial, right? One eight seven seven cars for kids. Yeah. K a r s cars for kids. I at cards for thank, kids. Thank God, because if there's one charity that should go away, it's cars for kids. It's cars for kids. Uh, or we, just get someone to write a fucking better jingle, guys. Come on. I'm like, but it works. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I've launched head. campaigns against this charity. It's in
1: your head, though. Fucking mother. So favorite. from that from that perspective, it worked. Fine. Uh, but for me, like this was a really cool charity that essentially sends kids. Like people will write and draw like these cards and send them to kids uh, in hospitals because kids can't either celebrate birthdays right. or holidays or whatever. Just to let people know, hey, I'm thinking about Shit. you. Keep, and keep uh, it's one of those things where for me, it's 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 really special because I did some valentines for uh, some kids, and I thought to myself, what if Natalie couldn't have a card or something like that. I was like, so I'm, I'm going to do something special. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build it's a couple of nerdy things. I did one that was um, Marvel related, and I also did another one that was uh, Valentine's uh, for, uh, what was it? It was uh, fucking PJ Masks. Okay. Because I was like, I just want, you know, there's going to be a. I did this Doctor Strange one specifically. I'm like, some kid out there hopefully will get this and be like, hey, it's Doctor Strange. Absolutely. And the other one was PJ Master. I'm like, all oh, these kids love it. Because I, I don't typically do that sort of stuff. I'm like, eh, what do I have to offer? But I'm like, I imagine if that was my kid and they didn't have a Valentine's. I was like, God, that would suck. So I, I don't know. I'm kind of rambling here with this sort of stuff. But. I want to be better with that. I want to. I want to. Yeah, rambling
0: at all. I think I, what you're speaking to is something that, again, it's 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 a it's a notion that you've you've had in you. But I think having a kid brings that further out of you. Like yeah. it's it's this is this is exactly what you think about. Is like put yourself in that position. Yeah. Now you get to do that. Is like now I have a kid, and what would happen if she did not get this thing or she didn't get to have this experience, and that's yeah. heartbreaking for you. So now you're. Basically, you're you, you've increased your empathetic capacity. If you yeah, will.
1: I tell you, man, there's just so much stuff that I'm a lot more um, able to handle. But if there's one thing I can't handle, it's fucking entitled parents. If there's if there's a there's an entitlement sort of spectrum, Oh, boy, here we go. It's parents who feel that, and this happened the other day when I was at Costco. <laughs>
0: Give me the story.
1: Well, Costco is just a fucking. You might you should just film a zombie movie there, Joe. Oh, yeah, the the a people just they just they aimlessly wander they don't follow any sort of rules to the road and there's just this element of people who want a deal there's there's just this type of person the way they act they're just like on the hunt for something yeah and they're very particular there's if someone thinks they're getting a deal they're just vicious <laughs> they're just like ah, ah, like these little gremlins precious roaming around yeah. and i was in i was waiting in line and this woman was just Talking to her daughter She was probably about Natalie's age But just in a way that was so loud Almost like she was trying to proclaim to the world That she was a good mom <laughs> Like she had all the stuff in her cart, And she's like Oh, are you gonna cook me breakfast? Are you gonna cook me eggs and bacon? Oh, I love you too I, lo-. I was just like Shut the fuck up Take your velvet pants And hike them up a little bit further In your floral blouse or whatever I'm like Why are you even here on a Friday morning? I'm here because I took the day off. Why are you here? What are you doing? Oh, and just, I love just, everything I don't, about this. I don't need you to promote to the world that you're a good mom. Like, I love you. And it, it wasn't like a baby talk. You, you think know? this
0: is the same kind of person that posts baby pictures? Probably. On their social media probably, feeds?
1: Probably. Yeah. Probably the same person that will hop on and be like, you know, give someone shit for um, not uh, breastfeeding. If we're using formula. It's not natural. You realize they're going to be dumber because of it. You know, like, whatever. I'm, I'm banking on it. <laughs> I don't want to be smarter than me. I'm,
0: it's I'm playing the long game here.
1: Or you know, at my old place when I lived in the city, like parents would just double park, triple park wherever they wanted because they're like, I had to get my kid out of school. I'm like, look, I get it. After having Natalie, getting your kid in the car with a with a with a car seat and stuff, it sucks. But at the same time, I was like, you guys don't get preferential treatment because you have a child, right? Like this is why you know I would get so angry because you guys now that you're taking up all the space on the sidewalk, I'm like, go oh, fuck yourself, like. <laughs> I have a kid, and I'm cognizant of that. I'm not going to take up everyone else's space. Mm-hmm. Like, just... Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. Please continue. But also, at the same time, having a kid has made me, like, way more open to things like, I don't know, the Morton Arboretum. Someplace I never would have gone. Sure. Where I'm like, why am I going to go look at trees? You know? Or I'm like, yeah, there's a zoo. Congrats. Or whatever. The shed, it's overpriced.
0: Congrats, you captured a panda.
1: But... Taking Natalie to those places and watching her react yeah. when she sees a beluga whale swim by, or when she sees a squid, or she sees a terrifying snapping turtle. like yeah, That's
0: at the Morton Arboretum. That's
1: all at the Shedd Aquarium that we went to. Yes. So it's, oh, Morton Arboretum has a giant squid.
0: Yeah. It's very <laughs> odd. It's very strange. It's a, a tree dwelling giant squid.
1: <laughs> yeah. For her to go and see that stuff and be like, oh, it's an alligator. I'm like, you know what that is. Congrats. You're right. not an idiot. I'm glad. You know, like, it's, it's very. It's very cool Was to that see here another
0: commentary on formula feeding. Maybe. My goodness, this guy is getting political, guys. I'm political. sorry, it's getting hot up dude, in here. Dude, the
1: debate between parents on breastfeeding versus non-breastfeeding is fierce. Is it, it really? It, oh my, I God. guess it's
0: just something that's completely not even in my in my uh, line of sight. Oh, dude,
1: the moms that will get they will get vicious where they're like, "Oh, Ooh. you can't breastfeed? Well, I guess you're subpar." Like they just think that it's awful. It's absolutely awful, and the fighting that they get into online over it is is. Is wild. Speaking of fighting, the throwdown. <laughs> Thank you. You're
0: welcome. I had a few uh, a few things where I was going to jump in, but I was, in, I but was, I was like,
1: you, I was giving you some stuff.
0: I appreciate. Oh, oh, see, <laughs> so you, were, you were trying to set me up. Yeah, I appreciate that. We got you, man. Uh, yeah. So today's throwdown, uh, in honor of, of what our topic ended up being, uh, we're going <laughs> to do a three way throwdown. Oh, good. And it is going to be Mr. Mike Bloomberg, mm-hmm. Miss verse Mr. <laughs> Jeff Bezos uh-huh. versus... Uh, Trump. I'm not even going to give him the uh, the honor Trump. of Mister.
1: Um, Jesus. Uh,
0: I don't even really physical physicality wise. Right. Like, and are, here's the thing: they don't get to utilize the billions and billions of dollars that they collectively. They get had.
1: thrown into a pit in a sumo wrestler's diaper. That's it. And they used to basically have right. To, have so to Trump it out. can't
0: call in his hordes of of you know Trumpers. No. Uh, You know, Bezos can't call on his Amazon drones, and Bloomberg can't call on his uh, horde of New York City rats that follow him around everywhere.
1: I mean, I guess Bezos seems like the youngest of them all. Yes, Um,
0: I'm not even going to look it up. He is.
1: um, But he also seems like the smallest of them all. (laughs) Uh, Bloomberg's a tiny
0: little fuck. Is he? He's teeny. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, so I guess I give... Bezos a bit of an advantage there. I mean, Trump is definitely, I think, the biggest.
0: Yes, he's of the them. he's the biggest, and if he sits on you, you're in trouble. Yeah. If he falls in your direction, your direction, you better move.
1: Because if if Bezos and Bloomberg are small, I mean, Trump. I imagine the two of them would team up against Trump.
0: I would have to. I would have to assume the same. It's thing. like
1: the enemy <sighs> of my enemy is my friend. So exactly. Yeah. They're like.
0: I don't know if Bezos is necessarily short, but he's thinner. He seems smaller.
1: Yeah. So I imagine that the two of them would probably look at each other and be like, we could fight each other now, and whoever wins loses.
0: Whoever wins has to face that solo. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And so we might as well both take that out, and then it's like
0: game on game on yeah. from there. I don't think Trump would be too hard. I feel like just based off of his general physicality and a presumed health It's going to be a quick, quick out for him. I just think Bezos—he might have a heart attack and just
1: bite it. I'll say Bezos seems like the most in shape. I will agree with that. So I think also Bloomberg.
0: I think is about seventy-eight. So he's pushing. He's getting up there in years. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Okay. Now he's New York, so you know he might have that. uh, You know that New York attitude. He's also Um. small, so he's an ankle biter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a dull moment says someone will be using Bezos as a battering ram. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: one can pick him up. Bloomberg can't pick him up.
1: Yeah, I think Bloomberg would definitely be willing to cut a deal. He's the guy who's like willing to do because he's older, he's a little more frail. <laughs> exactly.
0: He's got more money than Trump but less money than Bezos. Yeah, and yeah. I think he's just like he's Let's cut definitely a deal. he's
1: more of a yeah. survival survivalist. Yeah. Whereas like Trump is gonna talk a big game. But the thing against going against Trump is that his ego Cannot handle anything that goes wrong no. with it. So the second he starts to lose mentally, he capitulates. Absolutely. So yeah. I think that puts him at a huge disadvantage. And honestly, Massive. what's he going to talk shit to Bezos and and who are and both Bloomberg. richer than he is? They're both richer. Yeah. And what's he going to be like? He's going to come up with some some uh, 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 alliteration alliterative right. sort of, like, nickname that's right. not going to mean shit.
0: Oh, uh, baby Bezos and baby Bloomberg. <laughs> yeah, Wait, right? oh, no. Ah! The same thing. Oh,
1: two bees, Baby, baby. I don't have enough words. You know, yeah. so I imagine the two of them will gonna team come up. He's going to come with crazy fists. Yeah. The two of them will team up, and then um, I think Bezos, I think, obviously, will kill I Bloomberg. feel like
0: Bezos comes out on top, yeah.
1: I think ultimately. The only thing that would happen to be is if I could see Bloomberg doing saying he's going to do an alliance, And then in the moment where Bezos is occupied choking the life out of uh, Trump, he pulls
0: some sort of like he sneaks up behind Bezos and just puts him in a sleeper. Yeah, yeah. So So it's basically it's a three way sleeper hold where (laughs) Bloomberg has Bezos has Trump, right? Like it's just that, and it's they all start to and then Bloomberg because he's older he just gets tired and he passes out. Well, he falls over and breaks a
1: hip. And, and then the
0: life alert system kicks in. And then it's yeah. like I'm having chest pains. <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up.
1: Um, and then that's it. So I uh, would
0: definitely have to say though that I think Bezos. I think Bezos is just wily enough to where, uh, unfortunately, uh, look again, it's one of those where no matter who wins, we lose. Yeah. But uh, I feel like Bezos is definitely the one who's going to be. I do think the team up would happen. And then if it's if it's mano a mano on uh, Bloomberg versus Bezos, I got to give it to to uh, Bezos. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So. Bezos
1: for the win! Also, what is it? Trump? Like, doesn't Bezos own the Washington Post? Probably. I'm pretty sure he does, and Trump hates the Washington mm-hmm. Post. So it's like, I'm trying to think of like what other crazy I, alliances could there be, but I'm like, <laughs> I think it's just going to be two of them versus Trump. Yeah. So I
0: love the fact, if you haven't seen it, you got. Uh, uh, I think when Steve Carell hosted SNL, they did a, uh, a parody commercial mm-hmm. where it was Bezos, he played Jeff Bezos, and he was doing this, uh, you know, just promoting Amazon. But the further the commercial went along, the more it was clear that he was just goading Trump the entire time. Because Trump cannot stand that he's not as wealthy as Bezos, and the fact that Bezos can just talk shit about him. Yeah, and so it was again
1: being rich means it's a a dick measuring match. Absolutely,
0: that's exactly what it is. Yeah, guys, that's we've we figured it out. We figured it out. Dick measuring here on my. Oh, if someone finally reveals Trump's bald spot, he's done exactly, and Bezos will. Bezos has nothing to lose up top. Exactly, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. He's like, I, I got my lazy eye, I'm good. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so, Justin, what do you got to recommend this week?
0: Uh, boy. Oh, I, I don't know if I. Re- Jojo Rabbit is just, just yeah. fucking stunning. I love that movie. I've seen it twice in two weeks. Nice. Um, it, I. Taika Waititi is a low key genius. Yeah, he is just fucking. He's a low key genius. He's a low key genius. Yeah, that's my new thing. I'm saying low key now. Yeah. Uh, no, he's 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 a brilliant filmmaker. I absolutely love him, and this movie. I I hope one day I can make something that rides the line so brilliantly between comedy and and all the feels um, yeah. and a, a, such a serious subject, but so funny at the same time. Like he did, he he pulled it off masterfully. That's awesome. So I I strongly recommend. Uh, Jojo
1: Rabbit. Nice. Uh, I'd recommend The Outsider. It finished season one. Watch it; it's great. I loved uh, the way it ended. So you should absolutely check that out. It's fantastic. Also, um, check out the Honeydew podcast with Ryan Sickler. It is amazing. Uh, comedians sit down with Ryan Sickler, who's also a comedian, and they it's the, the conceit of it is highlighting the lowlights. It's people talking about some pretty awful trauma in their lives, but in a way in which they can laugh at it, and sure. I find it amazing, and not only that, it's oddly helpful because you hear about stuff that people have gone through and what they're doing to deal with it mm. and at the same time you get to laugh it's an amazing sort of view of just how people are dealing with stuff, and it's it's fantastic. Like I, I think there's a psychology or some sort of course here that's assigning his podcast as like a, like part of their curriculum that's awesome as a part of the idea of like identifying like trauma and how to work through it yeah it's amazing Ryan Sickler is not only a, a fantastic host um, but um, he does such a good job of just like making people feel comfortable feeling safe talking about stuff and at the same time sharing a good laugh about things that are dark and it's a beautiful podcast so check that out the honeydew
0: Only a comedian, I I find only a comedian could ride that line. Again, it's this with humor and dark, humor and and serious. It's such a fine line. And comedians have such a unique gift in that. A good comedian does. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: so good. And most comedians are fucked up. So they have good stories. (laughs) tell. exactly
0: right. I think Sickler hit the nail on the head with this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. So.
1: All right, gang. Thanks so much for listening. We always appreciate it. Uh, As always, like, share, subscribe. We appreciate all that stuff you can do for us. Follow us on our social medias at Podcast and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're also live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Podcast Every week. Check our social medias to see when it is because we switch based on our schedule. That's right. Uh, And then also check us out on YouTube. We have our channel there where we post our episodes as well as some other projects which should get something pretty new here pretty soon. Spoiler! Not spoiler, more of a teaser. We got something (laughs) pretty cool. Happening soon. Spoiler, they're releasing
0: content. Oh, man! Dun, dun, dun! And then Justin also exists digitally as well. That's true. I'd love it if you'd give me a follow at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. That's on Twitter and Instagram. And then while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher. Spotify. And Google Podcast, wherever you can find and consume the old podcast. Uh, you can share us, like us, subscribe, rate, review, all those things. The big one is sharing because sharing is caring. And then 2East8th.com slash MindGap. And just keep an eye on all of 2 east Eighth's stuff because hopefully soon we'll have some good stuff coming out.
1: Yeah! Yeah! So you guys, take care of each other, all right? That's right. Take care of each other. Look out. Look out for each other. Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Twitch, thank you.
0: Listeners, thank you.
1: Have a dandy fucking week. MindGap Podcast.